Out From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. This is episode 59 today of the podcast and wanted to bring you some more current things that are are going on in the world as we go here for those that are tuning in on the Instagram when we track this or right now in, in podcasting, keeping you up with some of the, the things is that are, are changing with all of these things. So, And for those in the future, uh, I still think you're going to get some value from from hearing this, but wanted to talk to online music festivals because I've had the pleasure of being a part of them recently. And I think that they are an amazing thing. Also think that there's a lot of other amazing things that are happening to keep people engaged online. And I know that we talked a little bit with Aaron Newhart before about events online and events in general, and have talked to some other people here, but wanted to bring that to the local level of some really amazing things I'm seeing in my local scene, local to Concord, New Hampshire, and uh, the Granite State, which is obviously a tiny state for those of you who haven't been here. And these things are happening all around us in in the smallest towns and uh, in the scenes. And uh, wanted to share some of these awesome wins of ways that we are stimulating and keeping the scene engaged, keeping that community and growing it even during these times. So Today, I wanted to chat it up with the founder of the Granite State Online Music Festival, Curtis Arnett, good friend of mine, great musician, great supporter of the scene here in Concord, New Hampshire, and uh, wanted to chat about what it's like starting one of these things and what we think about how that's going to go into the future here. So let's hang. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 59 today of the podcast. No Ryan today. There's some family stuff that he's got to tackle that actually sucks a lot. So um, my heart out to you, Rye Guy. But uh, I am hanging out with my friend Curtis here. So if you guys uh, watched uh, the other night, I did a the first live stream show that I've ever done with my personal band, Broadwing, on our own page. And uh, it got shared out with from uh, another page called Granite State Online Music Festival, which I actually will be playing myself on Saturday. So I really wanted to get online here and chat with the founder and uh, a, a good friend of mine, Curtis Arnett. From you live in Concord, right? You're a Concord boy through and through. Yes, sir. Yeah, right on, dude. Curtis, I met. What do you think? Two years ago now? Is that where we're at? Yeah, um, oh, that's right. We met through um, Nick, uh, recording Nick's EP, right? Yeah, yeah. You were in the. You actually were in the studio with us, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, I went down there to to hang out with Nick and ended up, uh, I think, playing saxophone or something, and that was a fun night. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those of you out there uh, that have been listening to some of the other episodes we have definitely been diving into different topics since COVID hit and trying to kind of go on the run here and and shout out content to you that is helpful to uh, give you ideas as well as helpful just to entertain you or give you hope or or think about. And and we've been trying to cover a, a, a bunch of these different topics as we go here because obviously it's such a fluid situation. It's creating these very fluid you know, day by day changes in, in every different state. So we've covered, you know, the events industry in general. We've covered getting digital really quickly. We've covered doing things for free in a time where people may not have as much money, but you can build a ton of value to get ready for a boom later. We've just jumped into a bunch of these different topics. So I figured uh, talking with Curtis and, and, and participating in this myself this week and seeing firsthand what's going on in the music world of this. Really want to also now talk about music live streams. We talked with, uh, or not with, but about Tim Messina 
uh, from Events United and Studio Lab did that Dropkick Murphys live stream that absolutely crushed it when he was pivoting from an events company into a live streaming events company at a time where it was just fresh into that and we're trying to figure out what is it that we can do for St. Patty's Day, right? Now we're getting to the local level of every single musician out there trying to figure out how do I keep my fan base engaged? How do I still bring income in as a, as an artist? How do I still engage with my fans in a way that's really fun for them, that provides a night and escape and, and a thing for them to do and be a part of, you know, what at this time where I can't see people. And that is where we see Granite State Online Music Festival. Welcome, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Crazy circumstances have forced a lot of people in the music world to adapt. And so that's something that's been on my mind a lot recently and that's what led to this this festival and uh greater things beyond perhaps we'll see so like what what i'm sure that we can see to some extent you know uh for those that don't know curtis he is like the go-to band guy in concord he's part of like seven bands so like you you will see him at some point if you're if you're around the concord new hampshire music scene you're just going to see this guy in bars so i'm sure that we can see like you as a person and and see why you would be like the perfect person to kind of do something like this but like what was the exact thought where it made it like a a thing for you where you're like i'm i'm 100 doing this like what what clicked for you and and you're like i gotta do this i need to start this like what happened where were you at when the lockdown started, you know, I started thinking, I mean, I had been interested in streaming before, not only music, but like I'm into like gaming and stuff like that. And you've seen a lot of people do streaming in that world. Yeah. Uh, live music venues shut down. Uh, I saw, I guess the, I sort of got the idea. I saw uh, my roommate, Senny, did a different online music festival put on uh, by this girl named Auburn in, in Nashville. And so this is sort of modeled after that. And also sort of inspired by other things. Senny's crushing um, it, dude. Senny's great. That, uh, that yeah, guy, so that guy's all over the place too. You two are, are a good pair to live together, I guess. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's he, he's actually, I'm sitting in my bedroom because he is doing a live stream concert right now. Oh so, my God. Um, it's funny. You asked me to do this on a Thursday night and I was like, yeah, I, I'm free. Like I was trying to think what else is going on. Then I realized he's um, making music in our basement right now. But um, nice. I was chatting with my parents and they were kind of like, so what have you been up to? And I was like, oh, not much. And um, they actually kind of suggested it as like a way to, uh, you know, support artists financially and, you know, to, um, provide the community with some entertainment. And they were convinced me that I was the person who should do it. A couple of days later, I was uh, on my way, starting to, to reach out to people. To see That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. And like, we, we talked like a little bit before the show. It makes sense for you to, uh, with your pieces, it really makes sense for you because you're saying like you do a little bit of this social media and, and marketing and, and online things for your, for your father's uh, small business, right? We yeah. just talked about how you're a, a player in the scene here in Concord. You just are out all the time. You are in seven bands, all those seven bands all know people and you're, you're always out and around. So you're taking kind of the scene that you know and that you're an active player in, and then you're taking the tools that you're able to use and 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 just putting them together in a way to fit the situation. So it makes sense, dude, to me. Yeah, it's it it is a a task that uh, I think you know requires me to wear a few different hats. So it's yeah, it's been good to be connected in the music scene. Um, I mean, I you know it it's the first festival had 24 acts and the second one coming up on Saturday uh, has uh, 20 additional unique acts. So it'll be 44 after two festivals. My God. So that's, um, it's a lot you know, going I'm, on. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, 
to some of these people I've, I've uh, just recently met, um, but but a lot of these are folks um, like you that I've known for some time and have been willing to to uh, put some time into this, which is awesome. But yeah, it, it requires you know um, also requires you know organization skills, communication. You know, like I said, uh, you know, working in an office has helped. Uh, I've got like spreadsheets for this thing. Um, it's it's. Uh, it's becoming an operation. <laughs> That's crazy. Spreadsheets like for time slots and like what people are doing and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. After I, you know, I, uh, after 12 hours of legit sitting there, like, dude, I just like, <laughs> I was thinking about your day. Cause I was like, I know the page has to share for those of you that if you didn't check out the music festival yet, or you haven't seen one like it, the page shares when the bands go live, like each time, right. You have to actually share from their page. Which yeah, doesn't so, sound, it doesn't sound dreadful until you think <laughs> about you when I'm walking around that Saturday and I'm like bopping around every once in a while. I'm like jumping in. I'm watching like one of the artists that I want to see and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go work on something or whatever. But then when I think about it and I'm like, no, Curtis is sitting his ass down somewhere watching 12 hours of music or somehow timing it out right so that he comes back and he's sharing shit every half hour that's daunting dude that's a lot of work it doesn't seem like it if you don't think about it but when you go granular it's a lot of work i'm sure i i uh i, I plan my bathroom breaks strategically <laughs> yeah so <laughs> just a quick summary uh, um it takes place on facebook uh we have a facebook page for the festival and basically uh we have a schedule of artists throughout the day who will uh, live stream on Facebook and then we share it. Um, the, the festival page uh, sort of brings people together. Uh, fans from one act discover other bands or other artists. And um, it's, it's uh, sort of a virtual music festival. So yeah, I am behind the scenes live and my job is essentially to yeah, share these streams. I try and, you know, be on point about it. So right when the clock hits, you know, two zero zero or whatever, I, I click share and yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's not like hard work, but it's, it requires me to be available for, a, it's a long day, um, but a fun day. Yeah. You're not, you're not up on a roof, like roofing. You're not no. like outside, like building a house, but it's like 12 hours of like being emotionally and mentally available and like sequencing things like that's definitely something where like i would go to bed and be tired for sure yeah no i, I was tired at the end of it i was like I, I'm, I'm exhausted after sitting in a computer chair all day but <laughs> you know the the attention uh require you know because i um as much as we have fun i still want it to be of uh, a professional quality i suppose so i sure. want it i want it to be on point also sure yeah. Right on, man. So what do you see? You know, we have this going. We're now about to hit the second show in Saturday. Uh, more people are starting to find out about it. We were talking about this like a little bit beforehand, but like, what do you see as the future for this? Like, say, say like, like, I, I'm just going to say my opinion. I think we still got like a little bit. I, I think we got a ways of like things that are, are going to be weird for us where we're still might be doing this because we have to like, who knows when the events are coming back, when we're slow to open up farther away from people. What do you see happens with this? I, I've talked on some of the episodes before now about how this will fundamentally change the way that humans act in every single capacity. It will change the way that we do things because we, we, Essentially, what this did is it took and it cleaned up the scraps of people who were like holding back from digital or didn't know. Yeah. And it just pushed it forward. And, and, and moving forward, dude, it's like we've had Zoom, we've had Skype, we've had the ability to work from home for like 15 years. A lot of, a lot of businesses have had the capacity to. There's a, like all these, we've had the ability to play uh, and stream online our concerts. We've had the ability to do all these things. All of a sudden, when we have to do them, we have to learn it, we have to do it, then we're catapulted that way. What's your plan or what's your, your thoughts of, of 
is this still going to be a thing when we have the ability to go back into a, a room and, and go to a bar and grab beers and stuff? Do, do these still happen? Like, what are your thoughts on it? What, what's your vibe? Yeah, it's funny. Originally, the plan was to do this once. And I remember feeling rushed about it because I wanted to do it early enough because I was afraid that lockdown was going to end and people were going to start going out and, and yeah. uh, the nobody would want to sit at home. And, but of course um, here we are in uh, early May and um, you know, a ton of places are still shut down. I mean, when you think about so many of the settings uh, for music that we play in small to medium sized room inside a lot of people it's a total nightmare as far as like the epidemiology side of things you know like when we now we know what we know about the virus spreading and it's you know the worst case scenario is a large group of people in a small room inside so my cynical take is that live music will be one of the last things to return to pre uh pandemic i agree um hundred percent agree with that yeah. dude so okay, so that's going on, and that's still a huge question mark so i I mean my plan is to keep this going at least that long, and that said like why not go? I, I think there will still be a demand for uh, live streaming when things are back to normal. And I don't think it'll be, you know, on a Tuesday, we're all locked down. And on a Wednesday, like everything's like, you know, it's going to be gradual. So I, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in what we could do for live music streaming or other kind of live streaming just in general, because I think it's a, it's a technology, like you said, this technology has existed um, for some time, but, you know, some people are hip to it and some people are not. Now, everyone knows, you know, if you say Zoom or Skype, you know, it, everyone knows, like I've seen people I would never imagine, you know, willingly, you know, doing like a Skype call, like doing it very comfortably because uh the situation kind of you know it's we don't have a choice at the moment yeah people have adapted and and you know already you know a few weeks into this thing i think a technology that was foreign to a lot of people has has been normalized in a lot of ways right um and and that's that's really exciting when you consider local you know music for most of us is a very diy thing right now and so absolutely now is the time. Sorry, I, I, another another technology that that helps that is is uh, exciting. I think that you know, like like my like I was saying earlier, my first live stream show that I ever did was on Tuesday night for a single release for my band, and it was definitely fucking weird, dude. Like no joke, it was definitely weird to like. I think I I, I noted on it during the performance, like. When you when you end a song, you're so used to hearing like applause, and then when you end the song and it's quiet, and you do that, you're like, now it feels extra awkward because I know people are watching me, but I can't get the direct reaction, you know. And then it 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 was just a I don't know, it was just a different experience in terms of like subtle things like that that I wouldn't have realized unless I literally did this exact experience because you can practice and you don't expect applause, right? When you do live, you're like used to applause and you're used to like your stage banter where like you say it and then someone's like, yeah, you're like, hey, who's who's ever gone on a trip before? It's like someone's like, yeah, I've gone on a trip before. You know, you do your like banter when you're tuning and shit. The, the people are answering through comments and you're like, right? Five, five, seven, five, Jake, like you get it, you know, and, <laughs> and like you kind of adapt to it. But what I do like about it and what I like about uh, what this these circumstances have done for people, like with what you're saying, with you know making this less foreign, demystifying technology uh, pieces that maybe we weren't trying to learn or not using as much. What I like about it is it felt like we just made digital a lot warmer than it's ever been. 
people are are using technology to come together because it's the only way that they they can right now where i really felt like a stagnation in social and um you know a stagnation in in forums and and in all these online places that people would congregate groups anything i felt a stagnation in it before this happened where it's like we were all there anyway but we weren't really like there to to really connect it's more like it's just like noise and shit happening whereas and 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 that's not like an absolute like of course there's connections happening there's things happening through that before but now it's like when i played that live show the other night I was talking to people through the chat, like in real time, the whole time for an hour. I talked to people after it. I did like, you know, Instagram split screens like that to have a beer with someone on Cinco de Mayo, to have a beer with some fans on Cinco de Mayo. That's shit that like, I, I've never been that warm in, in digital in that way where like, I'm truly using it to connect with people because, because I crave people and I have no other way to get them right now. So I do like that, you know, despite the circumstances uh, a, a music festival like this, it's like, there's no doubt me as a performer, me as a fan, I would rather be at a festival any day of the week where I can sit in a big old audience and feel that energy. I, I don't believe that there's anything sure. that can replace that feeling when the lights go down, when the band is just like, you literally feel the energy go back and forth. It's unreal. And you and me both know that as performers, like we, we probably both got into what we do because we are addicted to that fucking drug, dude. But Totally. An online music festival and, and this warmth and this community being sucked into supporting this is is awesome to see. And I'm really hoping uh, that it will move forward. And I, I honestly believe that it will move forward. And I do believe that streaming is going to be now more of like a, a common uh, like entertainment almost where I'm noticing through this. I I have watched through what I what I want to watch in Netflix or Hulu or like like I'm I'm checked out dude. I'm I'm fucking yeah. good. I'm watching the the office the second time which I know that a lot of people have outdone me there but mm-hmm. I, I'm all good and I'm looking for like how can I stay entertained and I'm looking for I'm doing like mastermind groups and I'm Zoom calling with people to learn shit from other people. I'm doing webinars to go and learn shit from people in education. I'm doing online classes. I'm doing, you know, exactly what we are we are talking about, online music festivals. I'm watching my friends play on a Saturday when I'm walking around my yard. And I I think that that this will become actually a piece of of entertainment for people more after this. What do you, what do you think about that? Do people start watching these things more, even though they can go to a show because yeah, they stay in their PJs uh, and they, they, they now can still watch that show? Does this help indie artists in that way? One of the, one of the assumptions um, uh, I sort of operate under doing the whole festival thing is that there is no true replacement for physically being at a live event, right? Sure. Like you said, when you're in the room you know hearing the feedback smelling the sweat like you know bumping shoulders with people like there's no replacement for that no way that said there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with live streaming and you know digital media in general um to create an entertaining fulfilling experience case in point this first festival that we did last saturday which was super fun um all the way till the end you know like you said like people are you know talking to each other in the chat rooms and it's like you know friends who like used to get together at a certain bar but you know they're like physically isolated right now but you know they're able to get together and and talk here and like you said the performers are interacting and it it you sort of forget that I, I heard multiple people say that like that was the most fun I've had since like the last time I was able to go out. Yeah um, I've seen it which is, I've seen that too. It, it, it's exactly what we're going for. That's that's exactly the the feeling that I want to create doing this. That's awesome dude. I, I I saw that as as well where people were like 
I didn't plan on this to be fun like that. And then it's like when you start engaging with like the comments where people are saying things back and forth and you start like putting like a lot of effort into it too. Like on mine, I, I set up fucking everything, dude. I set up all my stage lights, my merch rack, my PA, like I, I set up everything that I would normally set up for a live show. And yeah. then I did it as if it was a live show and, 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 the same way that I I always would, and uh, I think people are are seeing more in it than than they thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, um, it, if you were to take a look at my basement right now and see the 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 production setup that Senny has, like to do the streams from down there, it's it's uh, you know he's got all you know lighting, he's got his audio rig. I mean, he's you know he's taking it to the next level with the audio where he's he's going into real mics sending that into like a audio interface you know so it's 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 becoming a real real production which is cool it means it, it means people are taking it seriously and trying to put out a quality product i mean it, and I, yeah i think that's that's definitely something that we see changing with this medium is more people are coming in and and doing it right you know, when I first started doing live streams, I was doing gigs with bands and I would just take my phone and like, you know, stand it up next to us and, uh, you know, maybe it would get half the band and it would be dark and you wouldn't be able to see. And of course the audio would be terrible because it would be way too loud for the microphone. Yeah. But it's, you know, I think the, I think the standard for standard of quality for, for what someone should be doing with this technology is is the 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 bar will be raised so that's that's the exciting part of it see this whole thing evolve and i even talked to my wife on the opposite of what you just said in terms of the bar being raised as well where i think that you know even the people that are just using their phone in that vertical way that's cutting off half the band or something like that i still think that that's super impactful because i think that this time uh, has really brought out the craving for authenticity. Like people just, they absolutely don't want bullshit right now. They just don't want bullshit. Like pe- people are dealing with so much shit right now that everyone wants to be talked to like normal and and be a human being together because we're all facing a, a common enemy basically together as, as a human race, right? So I think having that phone on and having someone in there, you know, like, cause you're seeing it from huge artists too, right? You are seeing huge artists doing live streams from their house too, because they're in the same boat mm-hmm. and you're seeing, um, I think I was talking to, uh, uh, who was I talking to, uh, Christian, uh, Christian Lacoste the other day, we were on a zoom call talking audio stuff. He's talking about how MGK is doing like a bunch of stuff from, from his. And then I talked to someone else and it, I think it was, uh, it's one of those older, uh, you know, pop punk bands, but they're in their house and they're doing shit with just their phone and stuff like that. And people love it because they're seeing a side of an artist that they might not have seen behind these like professional photos, professional music videos before. Now they, they might just have a phone and they also like that shit too, because they're like, Oh, I've never seen this side of this person just legit in their house right now with an acoustic. And they just want to connect with me, you know, a more personal note. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's that's the great thing about it is it's super easy to to sort of get in at the ground level so to speak like to um, I, I mean all you know all it takes is to start streaming is a you know device and an internet connection and that's that's part of the charm right is the relatability of seeing someone sit down in their living room you know put their phone up and it's uh it has like a degree of intimacy that like tv and film doesn't have and it, it's it's a i guess a, a different vibe than like a live music venue but yeah that's that's one of the things that makes it so powerful is it it is you you can take it very seriously you know with the equipment and um you make it very professional quality but you don't have to to get started doing it yeah um and you know there's always been segments of the musical world that thrive on the sort of like diy vibe and 
you know, like the indie scene and the punk scene. And, you know, I, I see this as, you know, these kind of performances seem, seem perfect for that. It's, it's, it's really cool. Like how easy it is to get started doing it. Also how elaborate you can get and how, how far you can take it and really get carried away. I mean, I, I keep going back to the, the sort of like production side of it, you know, like the gear, I guess that's sort of, I've, I've been on Sweetwater all day. So that's just where my head's at right now. But um, oh, dude! I'm an audio engineer. I'll I'll gear slut around all day long, and I'll ruin oh, yeah. like every conversation. To talk about compressors, but at the same time, like, dude, like, honestly, there's a piece of equipment that I found that's like perfect for streaming like high quality audio into my phone, and I I was like this close to like overnighting it for my live stream on Tuesday, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I I don't want to do that yet because I I'm 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 still trying to see how long this is going to go, but also, you know, just to our point of like what we said earlier, I think that I don't think I'm ever going to stop live streaming shows now. So I might as well fucking buy it because I'm, it's going to, it's going to be a part of life now, I think. But I was just reading, um, let's see, it is Caitlin's comment. She says, nothing beats a live event, but this live video feed is satisfying in its own way. Coming from someone that usually sees two to three live events a week, it's keeping me going, satisfying that itch in ways. So, I mean, that's like exactly what you were, that's what we've been jiving on, dude. We were saying like, yeah, you know, it's not the same thing as like when you're in a room of a bunch of sweaty people with a shitty PBR and you got someone ripping it up, you know, it's just a different thing, but, but it's still, it still feels good. And you know what, like going back to your comment, like circling back, like when you're talking about Senny playing that online music festival in Nashville, here's where I think the the opportunity is for indie artists moving forward and why it should keep happening is think about what you just said, where it's not like right now, like, I mean, Senny is a crazy player. He probably could, he probably does or could go play in Nashville any time of his life. But it's like, think about how he without having to spend money as an indie artist was able to now get eyes from a bunch of fucking organic people in Nashville who whoever is hosting that thing just like you just like you're a hub of music in Concord someone from Nashville from their house right now could get exposure to tons and tons and tons of people in Concord New Hampshire without spending any money to tour that's powerful as fuck dude People yeah. haven't been doing that before. Now, if all of these little like music festivals, these little digital music festivals, they honestly, they should stay because I think about myself, right? When I get back to it, I can play shows again. I, you know, I, I'm going to want to play like crazy because now I'm like, I'm all strung up in here. I'm going to go play. I'm probably going to go do a tour in the summer if, if that's possible, like a week tour or something, because I got to get out and play and see people like crazy. But on the same time, when I get a little bit of angst out, how fucking cool would it be is like a local artist, you're a New Hampshire boy, right? So we've got Boston, that's wonderful, but it's not easy to get to Nashville or LA or New York City, kind of, but it's not always easy for us to do that. How cool would it be if I play Concord, you know, I'm going to play a Concord show, I'm going to play a Manch open mic, I'm doing my normal things to like kind of spread out a little bit, I'm playing in Boston, I'm doing whatever. Then I do a live stream show and showcase I'm now, whereas like, say I went to play in Nashville, I would be the local opener. I'd be playing like a 30 minute set in front of people that don't know me. I maybe have like three to five to 10 people I can draw out there. Like I'm not, I don't personally have like a crazy big band, but I I have people that I could probably draw in Nashville. Just not a lot. I'm probably gonna get like five, 10 people out max at a show. If I do an online festival and I'm associated in that ring, I don't have to make that commute down there. I don't have to know all those bands and try to work connections and try to figure out that scene. Those people are going to be connected in and they're going to be watching this sit with, with, with no money. That's a crazy opportunity for indie artists to start getting big eyes, big attention without money, which we all know is, is just tough as an indie artist. It's not easy to pay the bills all the time when you're pushing like that. Yeah. When you think about, um, when you talk to people who have toured a lot, um, I've, never done like a formal tour so to speak um you know i've i've 
travel to play music a little bit. Yeah. But like a, we, you know, a real tour as far as, you know, spending a week or weeks or months out on the road to like really get your name out there. You think about everything that goes into that money, resources, time, you know, I mean, it, it, the, the rap on tour is that it's a blast, but it's exhausting. And it, I've and done it can, two one week tours, dude. And yeah. a one week tour alone is brutal. So people right. that are touring three months and fucking the year and stuff, like I absolutely don't get it. it's. And obviously, it's harder as like a a local artist when you have like a Ford Explorer with a with a uh, cargo trailer and you're sleeping in WalMarts in July. That's yeah. not as hard as like stone temple pilots who all have their own like individual bus that they're driving, you know, but that's fucking hard, dude. It's not easy touring. It's not, it's a blast, but you're right. It's not easy. Yeah. Most of us are not, are not stone temple pilots. So we're left to, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's the really cool. I mean, this is just the internet, right? I mean, this allows you to reach an audience anywhere from your living room or your studio and it you know how you find those people is is it's a different story you know like i've you know dabbled in web marketing i mean this you know these festivals i've you know done you know a little bit of marketing i'm not you know really reaching out you know i'm not trying to like get fans in germany yet you know if somebody in germany wants you know that's that's great but that's I'm not putting resources into acquiring fans across the world, but it's, it's, it's something you can do. And, and it, that's cool. It's, it's something we're able to do. And, and you know, I know we've, we've already reached people across the country with this and um, friend Bobby's going to be the first uh, out of state performer. So the grand state online music festival is already going national. Nice. um, But yeah, yeah, it, it, um, it's, it's so, powerful to be able to reach a national international audience and forget you know being there physically even like you know before the internet you know like tv and radio that you know those are very sort of established institutions where like if you're a band trying to get on the radio that would that required a lot of work you had to first have you had to someone who was have someone who was willing to record you because the the technology to record on your own didn't exist then right you had to have someone who was willing to pay for you to record in a recording studio and Big then money. you had to have someone who liked it enough to try to pitch it to a radio station and then the radio station had to like it enough to put it on the air right um, that's that's a lot of checkpoints to get through just to get your stuff on the airwaves. And, you know, what the internet does and live streaming is it, it uh, basically bypasses all of that. And it's barrier to entry is gone, dude. Yeah. Anyone with gone. a device and an internet connection can get their name out there. And you might, you might have, you know, half a dozen people watching, at first or listening or, and you can go from there, but you know, it's, it's, it's much easier to, to sort of get your foot in the door as far as uh, getting your content out there now, which is great. Right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I have uh, a couple questions that I asked at the end of the episode, unless there's anything, is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience? I have like some questions I usually ask people at the end. I guess I'll just do the formal plug for the festival and, and Granite State Online Music Festival. It's on Facebook. So you can find us uh, facebook.com slash G-S-O-M-F 20. And the plan is to do these every other Saturday. Yeah, a bunch of really great uh, musical acts, whole day of music, all in one place. Anything from, you know, country, rock, folk, hip-hop, electronic, a lot of variety. Go listen to some live music. Support the artists if you're able to. 
uh, we're we're having a lot of fun with these, so we invite you to, to come do the same. Cool. Yeah. And if you want to see, if you haven't seen my band yet, I will be playing acoustic solo on that May 9th show. Yes. At 5.30. Um, and you can watch me uh, play guitar even though I'm the bassist. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is what it is. But, uh, all right, cool. So I have five questions that I asked Curtis at the end of the episodes and you kind of answered some of it, but don't think too hard on it. Kind of give like whatever is at the top of your head for these answers. Okay. So, and a lot of them are usually like uh, even deeper than kind of like too deep for what we're talking on right now. But because uh, this is so That's recent, okay. but uh, first one would be, you know, what made you pursue this? Like, like I know that we were talking, you're like, I, I hope this becomes more like I plan for it to become more like who knows, right? what what made it so that i know that your parents kind of gave you a nudge and said hey this would be a fucking cool thing for you to do but what made it so you're like you know what i'm gonna sit there for 12 hours and plan out bathroom breaks to make this happen why is this a thing for you that you are gonna go through everything that you're putting in for for effort and time to do this why why for you the fact that i enjoy doing it is huge this is something that i want to do you know, it's that old self-help cliche of like, do what you love and, you know, um, money or will follow or whatever. My my amendment to that is, you know, sort of find the meeting place of doing what you love and what is uh, worthwhile doing, you know, as far as, you know, if it's a job, you know, find the meeting place between, what is fun and also makes money if it, you know, um, or maybe it's, uh, bring your community get together in some way, you know, as soon as I started seeing this, uh, the way this could impact a lot of people in a positive way, uh, I, it, I didn't really, there was no lack of motivation after that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it definitely impacts people in a positive way. People need this right now. I I, I like to think that it does. It um, uh, we've gotten a lot of really nice feedback from people, and that makes me feel great because it, it's yeah, it's 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 been fantastic. I've I've been really really surprised by you know people saying, "Oh, this is the highlight of my weekend," or uh, you know, "Is the." I've you know I discovered this other band at the festival and I absolutely love them and I you know I, I never would have heard them if if it wasn't for for uh for this thing so yeah it's 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 great. Okay, so what like along the way because you did the first one now you're heading into the second one. Is there anything that you learned? Like, say someone else out there wants to start a music festival of their own online or they're a performer. Do you have any advice for anyone out there that you've learned either from you or like the people participating so far that you're like, Hey, when you do this or you try to do this, like, don't do these things. Those things sucked. Hmm. Anything you learned that were like, don't do this thing. There's a couple, uh, I mean, this, this is, there's a couple minor things with like the Facebook platform. It's, you know, it's, it's advice very, specific to it but i suppose there's a lot of people who would potentially um use facebook live so i, I could I could throw a couple tips out uh film in landscape mode learn yep uh <laughs> learn uh like lighting 101 like photo or film lighting you don't have to become like a genius but just uh um make it so people can see you yes yeah that yeah, sucks uh, when they can't you know, uh, you know think about simple stuff like your camera angle. There are some cool streaming tricks. Not, I mean, it's not even that revolutionary, but, um, well, I'll say this. One of the necessary things you need to do to get good at playing music is to listen to music. And so I think one of the things that has helped me become a better streamer and understand streaming better has been to check out other people streaming and, um, sort of absorb some cool stuff that they're doing 
finding ways to, uh, you know, borrow things and, and do them in, in an original way, but, you know, go, go check some stuff out and see what the possibilities are. Cool. All mm-hmm. right. So flip side of it, what's like the best part, the best idea you've had so far in the process of this? Like what's the best thing that's happened? I could give you a lot of answers. Um, one thing I haven't mentioned so far is one of the great things about this is that most most of these performers are professional performers, and so who have been put out of work. And so you know, it's been good to give them a chance to get back to work a little bit, so to speak. Like it, um, which has been awesome. Right. I see the tip jars out there. Yeah. I, I alone like like thank you to anyone out there that did buy any merch, but like I sold a bunch of merch on Tuesday. It's like how the fuck could I have sold any merch? Yeah. If I didn't do something like that. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. And then you know, organizing the event, I was like uh you know, I thought about like the charitable aspect of it and uh I, I kicked around the idea of Kickstarter for, you know, like a food bank or something like that. And I ended up saying, like, well, let's let's see what happens and sort of organically two, three, four of our artists just decided to set up, uh, you know, charity, uh, don't know things in their, in their live streams. So we raised like $180 for Concord hospital. We raised awesome. uh, more money for, it's like a community housing organization in Laconia. There is another, another performer who like raised money for a, uh, local food bank, I believe. Uh, so that's that's uh, something really cool and positive. That's I saw Lucas uh, Lucas Gallo is doing something for Best Buddies. Yes, yeah, he was. Shout he, out to Best Buddies, big big program for us. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, he was one of the performers in in the uh, first. I, I believe he was the one raising money for Concord Hospital, which is nice. awesome. Um, good guy. Uh, yeah, so to, good player. To, good player. To, Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is not only a great musician, but big part of uh, like the local Concord and beyond music scene. Um, he he does a lot. Of, he's he's always sharing stuff on Facebook. Like when I when I post, like I'm, I got a gig or something. He's um, uh, I believe also booking local music at the Bank of New Hampshire stage, which is beautiful, state of the art. Uh, music venue and I had no idea that he was doing that. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right on, man. I got two more for you. One you pretty much answered, but what would be like? Uh, what's a good resource out there for people that want to do this? Like, is there any like specific place that they should check out? Should they just check out what you're doing? Like, where should they check if they want to do an online music festival or if they want to play one? There, there's there's a Facebook group called Online Music Festivals. I'm part of it. That's that's a great place to start. I mean, yeah, I mean, Facebook has been really cool for that in general, you know, just um, g- connecting with people who share a very niche interest with you. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, it's, uh, you know, I've been, you know, sort of pulling, um, uh, you know, little tidbits of knowledge, you know, out of, uh, you know, like, like you said in the beginning, like a, a lot of these skills are kind of stuff that I've had from various stuff that I've done before this. Um, right. So, you know, uh, do, do what you're good at. And, you know, I've also collaborated with people on this and, and gotten help with from people. And, uh, you know, what do you think of this poster? Uh, you know, definitely don't be afraid to ask for help. Well, man, if any, I mean, don't know how much help I can be. Uh, If anyone wants to reach out to me and ask, I'm more than happy to uh, share advice. So you already said it, but like just last, like, and it can be like other bands of yours and stuff. Like where do people find you, Curtis, if they want to connect with you, they want to check out the, the festival, any of the bands you're in, like, where, like, let like, like plug city, you know what I mean? Like where, yeah. where do people keep up with Curtis Arnett? Like what's up? Yeah. So the festival is Granite state online music festival, facebook.com slash G S O M F 20. I am on uh, Facebook and Instagram as Curtis Arnett. 
come say hi to me active in a bunch of different bands that are putting stuff out there Bozy Joe is doing live streams on Facebook and Twitch. Um, we are quarantining right now. So right now it's just Aaron, but you can still check our stuff out. Could take another hour. Just um, So I'll just say, uh, check out Bozy Joe. Check out Trunk of Funk. Check out Zoo Crew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check out She Funk. Check out Heist. Whoever I'm forgetting is going to get pissed at me. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm doing some playing with Senny, so check Senny out. No, that's that's most of them. <laughs> Band slut Curtis. <laughs> that, that is that is exactly what I am. Yeah, it's the best though, dude. Like you're the you're such a good dude that it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to spread the love, to spread the Curtis Arnett. Cool man. Well, dude, mm-hmm. thank you for uh, jumping on the Waking Up from Work podcast. I. I I always have fun hanging and talking with you, so it's good. Uh, we haven't been in the scene for a bit, so I haven't bumped into you randomly at like 12 a.m. somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's good to uh, bump into you here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave, uh, for the chance to uh, talk about everything. And um, this has been fun. I've, I've uh, really enjoyed this, so cheers. First podcast. For those out there, this is Ooh. Curtis's first podcast. You saw it here before he's world famous on the Waking Up From Work podcast. We broke the famous Curtis Arnett in. <laughs> awesome, right on. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 59 of the podcast. Really hope you got something out of today. I think that there's some cool shit happening and you just need to keep an eye out for where and, and what's going on because there's a lot of positive things that are, are happening here. Any musicians that haven't streamed yet or played on an online music festival of some sort, really encourage you to do it. It's something that I had never done before. And now I've done three and all of them, you know, went really well. I sold merch. I got to interact and, and hang with people and talk with them on there. Some, some new fans and things like that, that I'd, I'd never been in contact with and might not have been. So really encourage you to go out and get involved with something like this. Stay connected with your scene because I don't know about your scene specifically, if it's different than mine, but I I think the most amazing people are in my scene and I want nothing but good things for them and, and love nothing but seeing them do their thing, which is what they do best. So get out there, check that out. Uh, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes if you want to go check out all of uh, Curtis's personal bands and this online music festival and everything in the way. So. Next week, we're going to be talking to Emily Aborn from the She Built This podcast. We talk about navigating business in couples, like couples of entrepreneurs and and going through those changes in life together. We talk about women entrepreneurs and some of the things that she's seen from interviewing so many strong women leaders in our state here. So that's going to be a good one on episode 60. Look forward to it. Have an awesome week. Peace, guys. 